With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just want to let everybody know that on June 18th, we're dropping the Yeezus book, an illustrated narrative guide to Kanye West's sixth solo effort. It's featuring an in-depth look through the music influence themes and production of one of the most hotly debated rap records of all time it is a big beautiful coffee table book that is really flashy and attention grabbing and full of unique yeezus inspired art it also of course has intense musical analysis written by myself and chris lambert of the watching the throne podcast donald martin of the most unruly and martin connor of rap analysis you can find the book on keenshotpress.com everybody wants to know what i would do if i didn't win I guess we'll never know. So keep it locked. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West. My name is Chris Lambert, and today we have a special group story to discuss all the like hurricane of Yeezy season that's been going on. So, uh, fellas, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves and let the world know? Yo, what's going on? This is Amron, a.k.a. Am, a.k.a. That Guy, a.k.a. Mr. Disappointed, but understanding Mr. Kanye himself. <laughs> um, been a Kanye fan very since the beginning, even before college dropout. Um, since he was behind the boards making all the beats for J&M, you know what I mean? And I'm happy to be on this podcast today because I got a whole lot of stuff to say. Can, can we curse? Yeah, curse away. Oh, I got a whole lot of shit to say about Kanye, good and bad, you know what I mean? And I'm glad that we got the aces in the house. We got we got Demo in the house. I know he's going to yeah, introduce yeah. himself. And then we got Big Nate in the house as well. And, you know, it's going to be a good night, man. It's going to be a very good night. <laughs> yo, yo, what up? It's the Mario. I actually been on here before. It was my uh, my claim to fame on Twitter way back <laughs> when, when I first got my Twitter when the fellas had added me and asked me to be on this wonderful podcast. I was extremely excited. You know, I told you guys my story, eh, how Ye has helped me uh, through some depression, through some hard times and whatnot. And I remember saying through that podcast that I was really excited for him. because He was getting help and hopefully he was, you know, dealing with his own demons and then this last week, it's been like, oh, it's been wild. It's been wild. So I hit up Chris and was like, yo, me and the fellas have been discussing a lot of stuff in the group chat. Um, thankful that he was able to give us this beautiful platform for us to discuss uh, the many, 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 many sides of Kanye. So, yeah, man, I'm really excited. Uh, it's your boy, Big Nate, a.k.a. L. Neal. And um, I'm just a nigga that loves Kanye. Hey. So let me tell you how this first started just to kind of so Nate and I like in the group chat going back and forth Nate calls me so you know it's real when somebody calls you and I call yeah. I call Nate the reverend or the pastor because whenever Nate speaks it's really like it's like yo that was that was fact our conversation was about an hour or so and then we got in the group chat and I'm like yo 
let me hit up the homie Chris. Like, this is just something that people just need to hear all these different perspectives and, you know, much more than these headlines that the media is trying to force us, you know, into. So I'm excited, man. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've read so many bullshit articles this last week where I'm just like wanting to go to the reporters' houses and be like, how dare you write that? Like, yeah. And not just because they're like attacking Kanye, but just they feel like the most superficial bullshit that I've heard. And it's like, I get, I get regular people having opinions like that, but you're a journalist. You're supposed to be doing work and investigating. But you, know, but you know, the funny thing about that is we all know the crazy stuff that I went through last summer. And the reason why I feel so strongly about this is because I, I've been there. I've actually been when you only know 15% of the story and they create the other 85. And yeah, he right. said some wild stuff and he's, but, but what, like, what I've realized through this conversation is that a lot of people aren't even really going through the Charlemagne video, like that two hours plus. They're not going through the whole 30-minute video of the TMZ. Is They're taking little sound bites from this and that. I remember I actually just listened to my story last night, and I discussed how I said, I, I could tell you, Chris, that, hey, you're a beautiful person. You have nice shoes. You have a nice personality. You have a beautiful girlfriend. And I can say, hey, but that last story it wasn't my favorite. And what will you take away from that conversation? You will take away that the last one wasn't, like, you know, DeMario's favorite. And then you'll paint me into this particular, you know, picture of, like, this terrible person and whatnot. So I do agree with that. The media is wild. Yeah. It really is. So to set this up a little bit, I feel like most people listening would have a pretty good idea of the drama that's been going on. But the few, uh, we're going to go through a few of the topics, and it's going to start with more the uh, positive yay before all the insanity that went off, and you know the tweet storm announcing the various projects and his albums, and then we're going to get into the uh, MAGA hats, um, <laughs> and then. The Yay versus the people, and the Charlemagne interview, and finally uh, TMZ. Let's do Sounds this. Sounds good to me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Kanye comes back to Twitter. Initial reactions. Every time Kanye speaks, I listen, and the reason why that is is because he is a messenger. First, most in anything, you know what I mean. He. He cares about ideas, he cares about the people, and he just wants to push the agenda forward in, in a way to where I feel like it allows us to have freedom of thought. So when, you, when Kanye says these certain things, they always sound ludicrous at first, but you got to also understand that Kanye, he's, he's very rare because he doesn't live in the moment. He always lives for two years down the line, five years down the line, 10 years down the line. And so when you live some, when you come across people like that, which is very rare, I have to listen because I feel like they're saying something. And when you go on Kanye, when you read his tweets, they're almost all positive or he's saying things that at least make you think that's outside the norm. You yeah. know what I mean? It's no, I definitely, it, I definitely can agree with that. Like 100 percent, 100 Especially nowadays, because in 2018, everybody is so afraid of their own opinion that they would rather listen to somebody else's opinion. And even if they don't feel that way, they're still going to agree with somebody else off the fear fact that, oh, I get, I'll get bashed if I don't agree with this person or if I have my own thought that all of a sudden that I might not be socially accepted and whatever, whatever. Kanye is one of the most unapologetic people ever. 
And I, I gravitate towards those type of people for the most part because they just don't care. I like authenticity more than anything. And that's what Kanye has always brought me. Even though some of his antics are crazy and I don't agree, but I could always at least be like, you know what? That's yay being yay. And I love that for that. So I'm just, I'm going to listen. You know what I mean? We need more Kanye's. We do. No. Yeah, that's facts. I remember when he first came back to Twitter, I was excited because a few weeks prior, I had, I had tweeted to my sister. I was like, yo, man, I wish I lived in the time where I was tweeting at the same time as Kanye. When I first got Twitter, he already had been off Twitter for quite some time. And I remember when he went on that little tweet storm and then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, by the way, like the way he dropped it was just <laughs> like my album, Cuddy album. You're like, whoa. Tiana album, you're like, whoa, 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 Pusha album, you're like, what? Nas album? And I'm yeah, sitting, what? I'm sitting here as a fan, like, I remember texting you and, like, you and Nate, like, yo, this is about to be the craziest spring intro to summer of all time, and I was so nice. hyped, because for me as a fan, just all his tweets that he was getting out, I was thinking, like, yo, my guy is in a happy place. He seems like he's back on like, and even like when Ivan Jasper, I think that you guys in the Kanye uh, Daily had tweeted, no, he's not executive producing. He's producing, producing, like straight right. up, like he's back on that. So I was hyped. I was hyped. Nate, how was you feeling? I know you was like, <laughs> I remember texting. Yeah, you know, I had been hearing uh, rumblings about the Tiana Taylor stuff before he got, you know, to tweeting. You know, so, you know, there was rumblings that he was doing some things. And then when he started tweeting, you know, I was excited about the Cuddy, you know what I'm saying, because him and Cuddy hadn't worked together in a while. Just whenever he can get in and release music, you know, regardless of what you feel about it, you know, recent to, to his new, I mean, his new stuff to his old stuff, people are always excited to, to hear his music. So, for right. me, when, you know, you say he's, you know, he's working with Push. And then the big thing is, you know, he, you got Nas. You know, we've had so many discussions about Nas as far as, a well-produced Nas album because it doesn't exist. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So it's like, yeah. so when you hear, you know, Yeezy's about to do Nas's album, it's like, okay, that was what I was most hyped for. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you haven't really just seen him on his grind where he's just on the beats like he used to be. You know what I'm saying? He's had so many, so much other stuff that he's been doing that he hasn't just been producing like that. So, and that's the Kanye I fell in love with was Kanye on, on the beats, you know? So, I was I was very uh, excited that he that he came back. Yeah, you know what I was excited for is you know we've talked for years and I love Nas to death, but his 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 ear for production I always said it's so bad, like it's trash. It's yeah. so and for years I've always said, can you imagine Nas over some Rick Ross beats? Like just <laughs> you know like, I mean, man, could you and. I didn't even think them two would work together. I was really excited when Pusha announced that that Kanye had scrapped his whole last album and that Pusha was going to let Kanye take over. I mean, I want to <laughs> hear like the truth, like some Benny Siegel, some nasty, gutter, soulful, just some beautiful stuff. And then he, I mean, like when he said the Nas, I bugged out. I remember putting in a group chat, I'm like, yo, Nas is about to give us one of the dirtiest, dirtiest albums because those two are both perfectionists. And I feel like, one of the things I took away from Ye having, I feel like him getting creative control from a lot of these people, it meant a lot because I don't see Pusha letting uh, a crazy messed up in the head Ye producing a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, right. and that's what made me happy as a fan. I was like, yo, 
my man is back because I don't see, especially Nas, like Nas don't got to put out an album. Like Nas don't got to put out. So for Nas to be like, yo, you go produce the whole thing, Pusha, him and Cuddy are back together. I need an hour straight of Cuddy <laughs> harmonizing. Just an hour straight, just pure disharmonizing, just like on Guilt Trip. So, I mean, I was hyped for that. And yeah, it's beautiful. From- yeah, I was, y'all know how I feel about Nas. As a matter of fact, in the group chat, I said Nas was, you know, part of my Mount Rushmore, but he's starting to fall off because I can't stand the the beat, the bit, the beat picking. Never liked it. But I always said that one of my favorite songs of all time is still Dreaming. And who produced that? Yeah. Boy Kanye. I West. love that. I love you that. You know beat. what I mean? Love it. One of my most you ain't a man unless you no, uh, you ain't a man waiting for the next man to get rich. Your plan is to stick out your hand real quick. Uh, so mm-hmm. if that dude give you that money, then he deserve your Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. Like I feel like I feel like Ye makes the best, best, like every like this can't be life. Like Ye beans jay-z and scarface like that's just you know he he brings out the best in these people because because like they say that he's just beyond a perfectionist it was it's just great to see him back on his stuff absolutely uh to give a little bit of an update not to jump into the rest of the stuff but the christina aguilera produced kanye song came out today i heard that i heard that and you could hear that 808 and then when the beat dropped and then i think it was two chains who came in mm. like he's and, and see that's what he got away from in these last couple of years of him being very in his own head is he got away from like the good thing about him is he produced like janet jackson songs he produced like a lot of like, you know, like a stale. I mean, it wasn't just right. gritty hip-hop. And I feel like he got away from his whole entire, like, discography of him doing everything. And he just started to kind of stick in one particular mode. And that was him going into that depression. And now he's happy, so he's back to working with artists. And this, man, I'm telling you, and this is going to be the summer. This is going to be the summer right here. I hope so. I hope you're absolutely right on that, man. Because <laughs> it's, right now, it's, it's, I feel like it's Yeezy season, but the way that he thought he was going to be able to control the people, it's not really turning in that direction. I know we're going to, you know, touch more about that later, but when he first released all of these, uh, you know, the upcoming projects, I damn near threw up (laughs) inside me, you know what I mean? But you got so many people now that's just turned off by him. And for all we know, some of the artists that he was, that could have been on these potential albums could have turned around and be like, you know what, because of the things that you're doing now, I don't want any part of this. That's true. That's you true. That was, I mean, I'm not to like go into like the Charlemagne video, but that was something that, you know, like, you know, I remember he kind of touched on doing like the Charlemagne video. He was like, kind of like the, you know, like the, I can't be controlled. He has like that Dennis Rodman, like that Mike Tyson, you know, right. To where right. like Dennis Rodman and Mike Tyson are two guys who, just like really, really, really honestly, like didn't care. And because of that, you saw like where they are present day. And I just hope it doesn't get that far for him. <laughs> you think it might already be too late though. It, it, you know, it, I don't... it sucks because I, I sat and I thought about it and, and I, I watched that Charlemagne interview once. I need to go back and listen to it again. And I know they touched up, you know, on the fact that, you know, all the things that was going on beforehand. But like, you got to remember that his wife got robbed. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he had a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Right. And so it's like we already know the, the mental state of Kanye is it's very 
thin line, right? Very thin line. And all it can take is just one weird episode and Kanye is already, you know, back to being the, uh, I guess, the, the cancer that Kanye could potentially be because when it's bad, Kanye, everybody feels that wrath, right? And so I'm like, damn, I'm thinking like, okay, this could potentially be the case, but I, it's, it's weird because I feel like he's in a happy place, but when you hear him make some of these metaphors, you're like, okay, you in a sunken place, my guy. Yeah, but then he'll man, turn it's... around and, and make and some be like, I love you. ass metaphors, and it's like, yeah. oh, like, you get it, and then you don't get it because you're doing this. Like, what, what, what is going on? So I'm just, I'm, I'm confused right now, man. I'm, I'm confused. Just, just drop the album, bro. That's all I want. Just <laughs> drop the fucking album. <laughs> for real. For real. For real. <laughs> Because so leading up to all the announcements and even during the announcement, it was a lot of the break the simulation Kanye, like the philosopher Kanye that had people kind of in the positive place regarding like post breakdown, breakthrough Kanye thinking like, okay, this is this is yay on an ascended level. But then he tweets out controversy is my gym. And the next fucking day we have Candace Owens and getting into the beginning of the Ebro stuff with, uh, like, I love Trump leading up to all the Trump tweets and MAGA hats. And April 25th just ended up being the craziest Kanye day where he generated 2 million tweets on Twitter. Damn. And that just... That, like, mm. that, that, for me, I'm the person who, you guys know me, like, it's in my bio, like, it's who I am. Like that's like that's my guy. And that day was it, it was really hard on me because I feel like every single person in the world who knows that I like Kanye reached out to me. Like every single I remember just <laughs> I remember I was at the gym just deflecting, deflecting, and then <laughs> put out the Make America Great Again hat and I lost it. I remember being like, yo, what he looks so that? lost in that Bro, picture, the, man. The picture, you know when you know when white you know when white racist people say I have a black friend like that was him in that picture. Yeah. You know, like they're like that's exactly what that was. Wasn't that Nate? That's like, exactly what that was. And he, like you said, he looked he looks uncomfortable and, mm-hmm. and 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 like he like he knew what he was doing was was fucked up. Like that's I was, like, the I, like, that I got like like I don't I don't know that his heart was 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 in that and it was like once he did it and he took that picture. It was like, okay, I probably just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And now he's got to try to explain himself and all this other shit. You know, and like I like I hit you, Devo, like to me, there was no excuse from it because coming from the origins of Kanye where he originated, the Kanye of 03 would, would never associate himself with that, ever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, when you built a foundation and, and as a person that you are, for him to go and, and do some shit like that was just it it threw me for a loop. Like I know he hasn't been the same, but it's just like I didn't understand it. And that's like where me and you got into that conversation because, you know, like I said, I, I think a lot of people have and that was a that's how the conversation started because it was the Joe, the Joe interview where he said he thinks uh a lot of people have been giving him a pass. And I can I can agree with it because I've done it many times. You know what I'm saying? I've rationalized right why he's done some stupid shit, like when he went and did the Taylor Swift, you couldn't tell me that that was some bad to do, which it was It was fucked up, but I defended the nigga all day long, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we give the nigga a pass a lot of the times, and then now it just got to a point with me where, like I told D-Bus, I said, man, I, I, I can't do it, I can't condone that shit. Because here's, no here's what happened, and like, I broke it down. 
is that as African-Americans, you know, and just with Kanye fans in general, but mostly us, we continue to give him a pass because he said things that we were, in a sense, all thinking, right? Like, George Bush don't care about black people. At a time, we all knew that. So it was like, cool, we go give him a pass. Kanye saying little crazy things, his little rants at his show, him calling himself a god, like all of these things. It's like when you have a child and you raise your child and you let your kid curse and fight and punch and, and slap and rob and steal, when he grows up and turns into the Menendez brothers and kills up people and shit, it's the parents' fault. So in a sense, we created this crazy monster that we all love, that we we kept giving him a pass for this, a pass for the Beyonce thing, a pass when he got on stage and said that Beck wasn't a musician, even though Beck plays like 14 different instruments. And like, right. it's just, you know, we keep, we continue pass, 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 pass. Then all of a sudden, he puts out this bullshit. And so, he thinks that we're going to still give him this pass. Like, when you think about it, this is the first time that he's had universal backlash. Yeah, true. You know, so, like universe, like we like Am don't agree, Demario don't agree, Chris don't agree, like Nate don't agree. Don't none of us, we none of us, and I think that you can even see in the picture, his eyes look like, oh shit. It's like when your girl catch you cheating or something, and she's like, Am, who is this? And you're like, mm -hmm. appearing headlights. You're looking like, and for me, as somebody who's defended him, somebody who's went to war for him, I, I, you know, it's just a and I'm like, yo, what? Did you just post on, you know, like, did you really just post this? And then you tweeted that Trump is one of your favorite people in the entire world. That's what kills me right there. And then it's it's like when when all these people are asking him why he loves Trump, why he's saying that Trump's his guy, he can't answer it. He can't do it. He won't do it. Instead, what he'll do is he'll deflect and he'll say things like, well, you know, I, I just like Trump's ideas and I like that he went against the grain. OK, we all could admire somebody that does that. But why do you like Trump in particular? What has he done for you? I mean, if you want to come out and say, you know what, Don, I'm, I'm a rich motherfucker. I'm a rich nigga. Donald yep. Trump is protecting my assets. And at the end of the day, I want to protect my assets. Cool. I get that. Do I disagree? Yeah, of course. But I understand from that position, from that perspective. But you're not even saying that. You're not giving the people why you care about Trump so much and shit like that. Like, I, that's what is killing us because we know what Trump stands for. He stands for everything opposite that the old Kanye would. And not even the old Kanye, but human beings in general. Like, right. this is like, this is a guy who is, who has like single handedly, like, like he just, he, he's not for anybody but his particular little core of people. He says things, he does this. And here's the thing with me. If Kanye can honestly come out, like, for instance, I know that as people, right, like, Am, you know me, Am and Nate can agree, like, being like, I'm their friend, I'm a wild card, my family knows that, my friends know that, I know I'm an acquired taste of people, but Am and Nate, I would hope, and I would kill them if they can't, could literally tell somebody who goes, oh, I don't like DeMario, they can give you a list of reasons why they love me, right? Like, you know what, oh, yeah. everybody's different, so, like, there's situations to where, as a human, I can go, man, I like, I, I like Nate, but I don't like Am. And then Am can go, oh, well, I like this and I like that. Cool. But I can tell you, he can't even name, he can't, oh, he got his dragon energy. Well, why does he have dragon? Like, tell me about a conversation that you two have had as, as human beings. Like, the whole world can hate Am and I can be like, yo, the reason why I like Am is because one, two, three, and I can list out these ideas so at least people can go, cool, you know what? I might not like Trump myself, but 
the reason why he likes them, I could see that. You know, they might right. have. Yeah. But, so. but what, to me, the bigger problem is what does that tell you about him that he has no idea? Is he that far removed and away from society where he has no clue to where he didn't see the, the, the problem in what he was doing? That's where you can't name it. Like, you know Trump is, you know, associated with this and associated with that to where... You have no idea, like what does that say about him? Like where, where is he? Where is he at? Where he has no information on the individual other than what he knows from the individual from, you know, his rants and his tweets. You know, he doesn't know nothing about his policies. He doesn't know nothing about any of that for him to try to back up the man. You know what I'm saying? You know, if he could have said what he was fond of, like you said, he he, he couldn't do that. You know, so for him to, to not know anything about Trump and what's going on out here, it's like, okay, is he that far removed from society where he's just on his own shit that he doesn't know what's going on? That's that's what's crazy. To hey, me. Nate, here's I what think I honestly so. think. I, I, like, like super, super dead ass. Like, what what T.I. say? Dead to fuck ass? What did he say the other day? I honestly, <laughs> dead, I honestly think, and this is just not even me being a Kanye fan. This is just me just, I honestly don't think he knows any of that stuff. This this past week has showed me that Kanye's not very smart. Like this, like, I honestly don't think, I think that if you can go down and list the list of things that Trump has like done, I guarantee he would look at you like, what? I, I honestly, I honestly think that he lives in this, like just like old boy Van said from uh, TMZ, not to get into that, but Van's like, yo, you live in your whole little Kanye bubble. You're in Calabasas, you're flying, like, you don't live the life that DeMario lives, that Am lives, that Nate lives, that Chris's lives, right? Like, you don't live that life. So, for you to say these things, you're speaking from a, a rich-ass millionaire's perspective, you know? He's not, like, he's not looking at it, and I honestly can, can say that ever since that day when he tweeted all that crazy stuff about Trump, has you noticed that he hasn't tweeted any more things? I think that his real hardcore, like, day ones, like Ivan Jasper, like Don C, like, all, I think they really hit him, like, yo, what the fuck is this about? Because, <laughs> like, just like Nate said, like, I would never, like, if Nate was wilding out in the public and press, much like all Kanye's boys have co-signed him, I'm gonna co-sign Nate to the press, and then I'm gonna fly to Iowa, or to Chicago, and I'm gonna get in his ass face to face one on one. And we actually That's made sex. a pact. We actually made a pact the other day. We already had made it, but we double made it. Like, hey, if I'm ever on some shit like this, fly to me. Call my daddy. Call my mama, <laughs> and you gotta fly here and you gotta see me. And I feel like that his day ones did do that because if you've noticed his tweets and stuff have not. Obviously, he said the crazy shit about which is we can get to that later. But his he hasn't been that pro-Trump person who he was, a few, like, you know, on, what was that, on April 25th? Right. Yeah, I, I, I truth be told, I, I really think that he's just in his own bubble. I mean, I was listening to several interviews. I think it was either T.I. or some other uh, person close to Kanye spoke on it. They said this man just started watching CNN yeah, news, like, maybe a month ago. It was T.I. And, you know, and I remember even back in the day, this man never had a phone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, he's he's really just not aware of what's going on. And he has so much money. When when you have that type of money and you have a head that's as big as Kanye's, you really aren't, you don't care about nobody but yourself, ultimately. You know what I mean? So Kanye's just going to be Kanye. He's going to be stuck somewhere in Wyoming with the Kardashians and He's just in his own little world making music and 
He just thinks that he could just do what he wants and he whatever he says that people are just going to automatically listen and not realizing that there is a real war going on here in America that and you just can't be teaming up with the enemy. Like I said, Kanye, when he looks at Trump, in my eyes, he's just looking at him as more than an idea. So when he's like, oh, this is my boy, he's like, oh, this is my boy because we think alike. Right. Exactly. But he didn't say that. He's just saying, oh, this is my guy. Mm-hmm. And that makes you sound crazy as fuck because we already know what Trump is about. We know what the hat stands for. We know what he stands for. We know the agenda he's trying to push. And Kanye, just ignorant it enough, just jumped on that bandwagon without knowing, without doing any sort of prior research, as crazy as that sounds. But he really doesn't know. Kanye is that, that person who. His boy picks him up with three other boys, and they're all in ski masks and hoodies, and they're like, hey, we about to go run to the bank real quick. And Kanye's like, okay, cool. I'll get in the car. Hey, you want to be the driver? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Kanye waiting for them out front of the bank. They go in the bank. They handle their business. They come out. Hit the gas. Cool. Kanye driving the cops, pull them over. Y'all just robbed a bank. Kanye's like, no, 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 no. We didn't just rob a bank. Like, that's who he, that's who I look at him as. Just for the fact that, just like Am said, for years he didn't have a cell phone. He didn't send emails. He didn't. He's a very like a like a different type of human. That's no excuse. That's no past. But here's what I question. I question his relationships with with Don C, with uh, like, you know, with Virgil, with all of his day ones. I question because I don't know. It's just weird that he's just this, that he's so far gone like this as a human. And then it makes me think about him and Jay-Z's relationship. Because him and Jay-Z, you know, I mean, it's one of those things to where, I mean, I don't know. It's just really weird to me that this human being with all this power and reach and like this greatness and music and all that kind of good stuff can be this like so far gone to the point to where you honestly said that, that Trump is one of your favorite people in the world. Like that was right. a, that like that was an exact and this is at a time where the Waffle House shooting was going on that Trump has yet to acknowledge. Said yeah. nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is at a time and I'm thinking like, man, Kanye, like you really 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 just going to say that and like ain't nobody go check you? Like well, I was having Nate would would go on, like on the record. Oh yeah, I you know I love I love Hitler. He's a great person. I wish they would because it would be problems between us. And I'm like, yo, hold up, like what you say? Yeah. You no, know, when you when you look at you know you talk about him distancing himself. You know, there's nobody there really from the beginning. You you know he distanced himself from GLC and Consequence and Rhyme Fest mm. and Common and and. uh and when you think of those people, all of those people have their ears to the streets. They're they're in the streets and, and doing stuff in the community where, you know, if you had those type of people around you, even John Legend, if you had those type of people around you, you have no choice to be, to be informed on what's going on in society. You know what I'm saying? So he's distanced himself from anybody with some intellectual common sense that would try to give him good words like that. Now, you know, you got people like Chance and everybody like that, but Chance... It's like boy. us. Chance grew up, you know, idolizing the man. You know, he didn't grow, he didn't come up with them like those guys did. Right. So of course, Chance is gonna, you know, say whatever he can to defend this man. You know, Sahai the same way. He put Sahai on. You know, you'd be crazy to bite the hand that feeds you. You know what I'm saying? So there's nobody. You know, when John Legend went on the Breakfast Club and said what he said, you know, it's just like there's nobody there for Kanye to really speak to Kanye. 
not that I'm not now that I don't think it matters anyway, but it just tells you how far he's going. Where he doesn't have nobody in his corner, and it just seems like the only people who's there is the Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who is really there? And it's shocking that you don't have nobody who can tell you anything. It's kind of like Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan has been in the situation he's been in because they always say his 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 successes and his failures all come from him because there's nobody who can tell him yes or no or that shit's whack or whatever it is. They just yes man, and right. and that's been forever since the beginning of time. You know that's why he's fell out with a lot of people because can't nobody tell him shit. You know what's so, funny? One of my favorite Drake quotes is "Who go need me when I need saving." Since take care, I've been caretaking. And it's one of my favorite quotes because, like, for me, I'm the person in my group and in my family who I'm like the Dr. Phil for everybody. And what was wild is that when I went through all of my stuff, I turned to you two. Like, you know, I've turned to, I mean, I turned to you two who, even like before, like my like super, super best friends, because it was almost like, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what to do. I remember being like, yo, I'm a vent to y'all and y'all was giving me, that's when I gave Nate, I was like, man, this is like the reverend, you know? So I feel like that in a way in the very beginning when he started to distance himself from like GLC and Consequence and like a lot of his people and then he's, you know, kicking it with Lil Uzi. Well, Lil Uzi looks up to you. Like, you know, this whole generation, you birthed this generation. You birthed right. all of them. You birthed Drake. You birthed Kendrick. You Like, these are your children. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, if you wilding out, like, like for instance, if my pops was bugging out, I could tell my pops, like, yo, you bugging, but I'm his child. Like, I'm right. not, these dudes idolize him. So can you imagine Chance, hey, yay, man, you bugging. All right, cool. Like, I'm the OG. So it don't matter. So, and I feel like that, that started happening when he started to distance himself. And a lot of that had to do with when he got with Kim. Now, one thing I'll say about Kim Put some respect on her name. The reason why I say this, Kanye been crazy before Kim. Yep, Kanye was him. falling out. Kanye has been like, my cousin tweeted something the other day. She says, Kanye has been on a downward spiral for, for a decade plus. At what point will we just have to realize this motherfucker's crazy? I hate when people blame Kim and they say the Kardashian curse, this and that. It's not Kim. If anything, Kim has been loyal. Kim has been the most loyal to him. Uh, Kim has provided family. She's provided closure. She's provided friendship. She's provided a lot. Every single interview she held holds him down. She's continuing to hold him down. She be tweeting. She be in the comments. She defends him. She's like Kanye was crazy before her. He gonna be crazy after her. I hope they never split up. But he, like you know, it is what it. That's just. I mean, and I don't say crazy like crazy, but you know how Kanye is crazy. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. A lot of people, like, you know, they're like, oh, it's the Kardashian, like, this, and I'm like, yo, man, like, say what you want to about that family, this and that, but the whole family is put on. Like, Kim is a mogul. Kim, you know, Kim has made her, her, like, you know, her money. She has her empire. She made 15 million in a day off a fucking app. Like, Kim is winning. So I hate when people try to, you know, because here's what we do, like, you know, just like Am and A, we've spoken is that, you know, in our community amongst African Americans is that what we do is we enable people, right? We go, oh, well, Nate's from Chicago, and in 1968, his great aunt was arrested. So that's why he shot and killed his uncle in 2018. Like, you know, we make <laughs> stories. We're like, we're like, oh, well, Demario's dad is from uh, South Central, and his mom had him at 20. And the reason why he shot up a school is because of that. No, no, that's not right. that's not nobody's fault but himself. Like Kanye right. got himself in this situation. Don't get me wrong. I don't know what it's like to you lose a mom. 
I don't know what it's like to be an evil genius. I don't know what's like to, going on in his crazy mind. But there has to be some point to where we have to stop enabling him, which we've done this week. And we got to let him know that, hey, yo, right and right and wrong is wrong. And right now, yeah. when you do that type of shit, that's wrong. That's not right. It's not it's cool. Wrong. Well, so there's all this, like, all this emotion brought up by the MAGA hats. And then we get Ye versus the people, which is supposed to add context to what Kanye is trying to do, what Kanye is trying to say. He says things in that song that he hadn't been saying on Twitter uh, regarding why he put the hat on, regarding, it seems, why he's praised Trump and the fact that like Obama was heaven sent, but Trump showed Kanye that Kanye could be president. Um, does Ye versus the people alleviate any of the like strong emotions that the MAGA had in that April 25th day invoked? Uh, does it settle any of that? Does it reframe any of that? Or is it just uh, like fine print that comes for too me? Late? For, for all me? Of you. Yeah. For me, 100%. I wish this would have came first like he this whole thing that he's doing right now it's so backwards right yeah like if all of a sudden if kanye just on twitter and he's tweet storming and then he's like yo me and ti have been working here's yay versus the people and then we're gonna all be reading this like wait a minute this is like this is dope like this is because i remember listening and i'm thinking Okay, I agree. Like a lot of people don't realize before Trump went on his crazy stuff, this is on the record. I was pro Trump. I actually fucked with Trump tough. I was like, yo, if this guy can be president, the sky's the limit for me, right? Like yeah. this guy, and obviously I know, I know he's I know he's white, I know he has a different background, I know he's I know he's filthy rich, but in my mind, my logic was you can't tell me nothing right now. Can't because tell me shit. this guy who was frowned upon, every the whole world hates him. I don't care about Russia, all that kind of stuff. This guy is president. Oh, cool. This guy can, you know, be who he is. I mean, hate Trump or not, this dude is 100% him. Like, you know, and he's been him. He's been whatever. So when I heard this song and I went through it bar for bar, I was so thankful. And I didn't realize how much I loved T.I. Like, I've always liked T.I. He's one of my favorite rappers. Like, I mean, I love always. But I loved how T.I. really dug into him and let him know how we felt as the people. And I loved how Ye told him his logic behind all of this like for me right. i've always said the democrats for years have held us back as a as a whole as a society when we lost jfk when we lost bobby when we lost malcolm and we lost martin luther king the democrats came in they started giving us government assistance they started giving us all these things to result in present day where we're at like i always tell people the reason why they call a project a project is because it's an actual project like these government assistance these projects these ghettos these whatever like we're all set up to make us as a whole as african americans and a lot of that has to do with these democrats a lot of people don't realize the top 10 most ran down cities in america are all are ran, ran by democrats, by democrats. And they have all been ran by democrats for it wasn't something that started yesterday or the day before yesterday this shit that's been going on for years but as our people, we are given things and we're just happy just to have it because for so long we didn't have nothing, you know, like we didn't have anything. So it's easy to give a person who's had nothing like, all right, here's 900 bucks a month. But with that 900 bucks a month, you can't get a job. But right. if you have another baby, I'll give you an extra 400, <laughs> you know. And then if you have another baby, I'll give you an extra 800. Oh, and here goes a little car to where you can get food. 
and you yeah. got to live in this little apartment building with seven or eight of your other people. On every single corner, there's a liquor store, there's a McDonald's, and you go to high school, but you really don't want to go to high school because the teachers don't want to be there. So they're shitty teachers, and they're teaching about all these white men and no black people. So then you drop out. Like Vince Staples tweeted today, he goes, if I would have went to a school like Booker T. Washington, where he was at today, I would have never dropped out. So again, Indeed. it's a project. So what Kanye was saying on this song, I'm like, oh, okay. He wants to give Make America the, you know, great again. You know, he wants to give it like, you know, had negative perception. He wants to give it this. He wants to give it that. I still didn't agree, but I felt like, oh, okay. You didn't have to put this hat out there. You could have just put out this fire <laughs> song with T.I. And, you know, but instead, it's just a, because now for me, I'm still remembering, like, he could put out the college dropout too, and I'm still going to have that hat of him etched into my soul. Right. Yeah, man, it's it's deep. When I when I heard the song, um, and I'm going to be completely honest, Demo, Nay, you, you guys are pretty well aware, but I've the last few years I've been on my own personal spiritual path just trying to figure out who I am as a person and why I'm here. <laughs> And I've learned a lot just about how just the universe works and how what you say is law and just certain things that you say have much more of an impact, right? So when I listen to Ye speak, I'm like, okay, this man is really spiritually woke. Because when you listen to him, he'll say things like, we need love, I'm feeling um, empathy and things of these natures. And when you understand how the universe works, like these are the things that we need as humans, right? Because we all know that we don't love no more. We have no type of empathy. This is America. We can sit up here and watch mass shootouts all the time. And you know what we do? We talk about NBA right after, uh, you know, somebody gets shot in the head. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we just don't care. We're that just blind to the fact that, you know, there's real shit going on. And we just don't care. We just we just lack all this shit. But then he'll turn around and make these weird ass decisions like on the uh, on the song he goes make america great again had a negative perception i took it wore it rocked it gave it a new direction i see what you're trying to say there because you're trying to fight hate with love because that's <clears throat> technically you should do that but when you sit and you rock a hat that's what it stands for right like so for instance i could not rock a cincinnati reds hat in the crip neighborhood good you That's know what I'm saying? It's a fact. Because they know what it means. That stands for something, right? No matter, you can't add a twist to it. That's the same thing that Kanye's doing now is you can't take certain shit and flip it. He tried to say something to the longer lines, well, I'm trying to make the hat positive how the white man took the N-word and, and how the black people are now made a positive. It's not the same, not homie. The same. You can't do that. It's not even close. And so it's like I, I understand the idea behind it all, but it, it, the, the actions that's being taken and the words that you're saying, they're, they're, they're not coming off uh, genuine at all. And like I said, when you see the picture, when you look at his face, the man looked lost. When he made that slave is a choice comment on TMZ, and I know that we're going to comment on that later, after he said it, when he went back to Harvey, then when he sat down, when you look at his face, you could look in his eyes and tell he knew that he fucked up. He knew he fucked up. And that's why he looked like he was back in that sunken place, because I feel like he was thinking, like, damn, I fucked up. How can I spin this? And that's I don't know, man. It's 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 it's, it's weird to see him now. But I feel like 
personally, this man is on a different level when it comes to spirituality. I don't know what he read or what he's been through, but I feel like the love is there. And, and he's trying to tell us that we should just love everybody. And what I believe personally is that it's like, okay, who, who do people hate, especially in the black community, more than anybody, especially at this present time in America? It has to be Donald Trump, right? Yep, and yep. Kanye, Kanye knows that he has a voice out there and he has this, you know, people listen. So in Kanye's head, he's thinking, okay, if I say I love this guy, then I'm fighting hate with love. People will see what I'm doing and maybe I can have enough people to say, hey, you know what? If Kanye loves Donald Trump, at least let me see why he loves Donald Trump. But the problem with that is he won't say why he loves Donald Trump. And now he just looks crazy. Now everybody's mad as fuck at him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I feel like here's what happened is just like how they just like T.I. said, he just started watching CNN like a month or so ago. You know, like when you first get a toy as a child, like Christmas, you're going to play with that toy for like that first month or so. So right now. What he's not realizing, Nate and I both agree, is that he's the wrong messenger for this. I do love the conversations that we are having right now. I love it. And in a very weird way, he's the, he, he's the wrong messenger. But I'm happy that he put out this BS because we're able to have these great conversations with my brothers that I love. But at the same time, I feel like that he's just splurting out things as he's reading it. And then... You know, it will be like, you know, for instance, Kanye reminds me of watching a basketball game and real and, and tweeting your every single emotion. Like at the very beginning of the Raptors game, you're like, man, this LeBron team sucks. And by the end of the game, LeBron wins by 20. But all these tweets in between. Right. That's kind of like what Kanye's doing is right now. He just learned like, oh, OK, I just learned about CNN. Let me tweet. I love CNN. And then the next one. No, I love Fox News. No, I love Trump. <laughs> hey, you know what? This Hitler guy wasn't a, wasn't a great guy. But when he said that. This is in 1929, right? <laughs> it's not at it's not at the end of the, you know, so he says these, but he doesn't realize that he's playing with the emotions of people, like the emotions right. of his, uh, of his fans and the emotions of like, you know, people who, you know, he's one of our black figures. You know, he's, you know, unfortunately we don't have right now, we don't have a Malcolm. We don't have, you know, um um like a Martin. You know, we don't have you know a Bobby Kennedy right now. We don't have a That's well, That's well, first, why we look at Kanye so well because we don't yeah. have them. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I, I want to say, um, who else could have done the people better than Ti? Man, nobody. There, there's, there's, there's nobody you could have got in in the world that could have did that part better than Ti and and explain a lot of people's viewpoint. Um, the way I feel about the whole situation to me, and this is where I kind of differ from you two, is like to me, it's like. Just because you don't know the law don't give you the excuse to break it. And just because you're not <laughs> familiar with what, everything that's going on revolve, uh, involving that hat, for you to go out and wear it and then try to say, well, this is what I meant by it, to me, you should have had the common sense to know what that means. Right. You're a grown man, you out here, you should have known what that means and what that was going to do. So while he explained himself well and what he meant behind it and all of that stuff and, and and love and where he speaks, we've all acknowledged that the man is crazy. To us, to me, it's like, okay, when you say he might be in one place spiritually and he might be here there, I don't know if I necessarily believe all that because I don't know how much of that is just crazy shit on him. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, it's like, the way I look at it is he should have known better. And okay, yeah, you might, when you preaching love and you preaching that, 
but there's a different way of running. Now, like how we've said many times before, he's the wrong guy to deliver that message. But as a grown man and with that much power, you know, we spoke where, well, why do we put him so high? Why do we put him in this place where, you know, he he we give him this much power? Well, that's that's life. Whenever you get to a point of stardom or, you know, public uh, appearance, or however you want to look at it, you know what I'm saying, it comes with that. And he, he knows that better than anybody. So to me, it's like, I don't, like I said, he explained himself well, but I still don't, you know, don't say, I, don't, I don't buy it. I don't condone it. It's like, and I think that's that's where T.I. comes in because it's like, you know, yeah, I get what you're saying, but you still fucked up. And, 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 and that's just, the, that's just that's the end of it. Like, I, I can't, I can't go nowhere else but, but that. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You fucked up. You own it. You know, you, you know, explain to yourself and this and that. Just where has the nigga came out and said, you know what? I fucked up. That's so the, you, fu- right. you fucked that's up the, and, 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 and you fucked up and that's what it is. And that's and the whole, whole thing is that you hit it on the head. I feel like, but see, and that's where, I don't know, man, because I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm defending, I'm, de- I'm defending a 40-year-old grown-ass man about not knowing that's, what Make America Great Again. Point. Like, that's, that's There's 14-year-old kids who know damn good and well the significance of If there's a 14-year-old boy that goes to school tomorrow with that hat on, he probably knows he's expecting an ass-beating at some point in time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So you a 40-year-old man, and now... We gotta explain to you the the reason why that's not okay. I, I can't do that. You but you but you, you know one thing home. you know one thing that I honestly can take away from these videos with him and TI and all the different is that his reaction is different. And this is why I believe that present day Ye is different, of course he is, than George Bush don't care about black people, yeah. Because T.I. and him, their conversation, their dialect, like their body language, like it really was. He was like, and that's why I do believe that he's on a spiritual realm, because that wasn't. See, remember when he was doing the rants at the at the life of Pablo? That was angry. He was angry. Yeah, he was in yeah. the sucking place, man. Like because he, he was it was from a place like when he's calling out Beyonce and he's just like, you know, be like me. I want to dig into Am and I'm like, Am, you ain't shit, bro. You ah, and you this and you that. Right. And he, was, he was. But with this. When he's talking to T.I., he's like, no, what I meant was is that, okay, so I'm thinking about. And for me, that was the one part where I go, man, you know what? I do agree that he said and done some wild, crazy, like, what are you thinking? But at least he's human enough to, I mean, he might not have said it because in his mind, he might not feel like he's wrong. And who are you or I to tell another human being if they are right, if they're like, there are killers in jail right now, right? Who feel like they're killing was justified. Yeah. So, but at the same time, well, the prison think, tells you otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and that's the main thing. The one, the like, like the great thing that I did take away, just like when Nate said, I didn't realize how much. Number one, I didn't realize how much I missed Kanye samples. Like I, I like <laughs> even like even with the lift yourself like that just was a funny ass but like that sample was so that tough. sample is crazy <laughs> it was it was so tough I I didn't like when I heard that I'm at the Yankee Angel game drunk with my cousin Chris and the homie shout out to cousin Chris and I heard that I was like yo my man is back like that made me and then when Ti was on here and then I actually saw the video I actually had hope for the direction of not only the music. But for just him as like a human being, and one thing that I can say, if Ye is listening, bro, you gotta stop with these terrible 
like you're a terrible messenger, bro. Like he wasn't he wasn't he fucking with us though. Like I think he was flexing his muscle with us because he put all that shit in the beginning. And he's like, I know niggas is gonna listen to this no matter what. So let me put all this bullshit in the beginning of the goddamn song yeah. before you listen to it because I'm not gonna lie, I'm listening to it. and I'm expecting to hear some shit. Then I get to hear this scoop the video boobop yep. and shit. Yep, that was him I, just, I about turned the shit off. I'm like, okay, I, what the fuck is he you doing? You know what? T.I. made a damn good point, though, because in that interview, they were talking about that song, and he goes, uh, yeah, they, they play that whoop dee doo poop shit, and then he goes, every track afterwards was ridiculous, and he goes, I think that Kanye's trolling everybody, yeah. and that he purposely 100%. played that song first, just to show niggas I still got it. You know, trolling nigga, I got bars, but then he's going to hit you with that real shit. Like, I don't think that Lift Yourself is either, A, going to be on the album, or B, the real thing is just going to be something completely different. He's just literally flexing, like, yeah, nigga, y'all want the old yay back? Because, you know, everybody's been screaming, where's the old Kanye? We all know old Kanye is is known for this type of sampling. So I I don't know. I, I feel like that's really what he's doing, but maybe that's just what I hope that's what he's doing. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, like you know, like you know, the last thing on this is I just like want to shout out Ti. I feel like that just like Nate said. I mean, he was so perfect for this. Like he was the most. Like when I saw that they were meeting up, and here's the thing I like what Ti did is Ti never talked about him in public. Ti had tweeted like I'm going to go talk to my brother and hopped on the plane and actually went to go visit him. Like nothing is worse for me than when I see so-called friends. It's like if Amber Nate was wilding out. And I'm I'm tweeting at them and trying to trying to like I'm like, oh, they ain't my brother no more. I don't fuck with Am and Nate. Blase, blase, blah. No, man, I'm gonna go pull up and speak to them. Like I feel like that spoke volumes and that just showed how great of a human TI, like the human factor. Right. You know, you see so many, you see like like Chris Brown of all people. Chris Brown <laughs> of all people. Like, what, bro? You whooped all your women. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like you you wilding out. You know, you have people, and don't get me wrong, people in, like, in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks. I'm not saying that Chris Brown can't have an opinion, but I'm saying, bro, you you have beat all your women, like all right. of them, like all the time. And when Chris Brown was going through his stuff, who was the first person to defend him? Kanye. So that was kind of weird to me. But, I, like, it, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I guess you find out who your real friends and family are, are when crazy things happen like that. That but it had, true. you know, but it was wild to see of all people. I'm like, Chris Brown's calling you a clown? Like, Daz Dillinger out of nowhere? Now Daz is saying all these... And, you know, I mean, like, now I feel like you get people who were just looking to try to get a few tweets. But, but, few but like your cousin oh, said, though, bro, this is this ain't the beginning. This has been going on for 10 years. So niggas could have had an opinion... That's true. ...a decade ago where they said, man, this nigga's bugging, this nigga's a clown, and niggas have been silent. But now when you went to this level of uh, this level of fuck shit now niggas are finally speaking out because like i said you know this like you said this ain't the first time so for for niggas to finally come out and and, and speak their you know this uh approval of kanye you know what I'm saying don't necessarily mean you know because we've had opinions for 10 years that's true so that's what i'm saying is like you know and you know whether chris brown said this or said that and i was that's what i was saying to you the other day too as far as joe you know Joe has his history of everything too, as far as what he's done in his past, and everybody has. But this nigga has been going off the rocker for a decade, and yes. everybody for the for the majority of the time has just been silent because Kanye is Kanye. 
that he's ours. You know what I'm saying? Just like T, I said, we we can't as the black delegation cannot afford to lose Kanye West. So now niggas are, are saying like, okay, maybe niggas speaking out now is like, okay, yay, you've been bugging for a decade now, and now you need to chill the fuck out or shut the fuck up. That's, That's how I take all that. You That's know, true. Out, you know when when Chris Brown or whoever has an opinion on it now. For you know, to my knowledge, they ain't had an opinion on it in the last ten years, and if they had, they ain't said nothing about it publicly. You know, everybody's always shown nothing but support to that man, and and now was the right time to actually get in his ass. I, I, do you think I, it's I totally at a do you think it's at a point now for people who are just like literally just to where they're just fed up, and now they're like, all right. It's kind of like Kobe Bryant in his last season. Kobe dogged the year, dogged everybody in the league for 20 years. And in that last season, I think every single shooting guard, small forward who played against Kobe almost set career highs on him. Do you think it's kind of yeah. like one of those things? Where, I, I where think it's, you I know, think like, it's that, and, and I think it's a, a part of, like you said, he he means so much where, you know, people got people to gotta speak out. You know, there's no way you could be a part of the culture and not acknowledge what he means to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for that, you know, for people to come out and say, "Hey, this nigga's tripping," he's got to see that, and I, and I and that's where I take from it. It's like, um, I just like I said, I I think everybody now, like J. Cole, you know, you know, J. Cole has been taking shots at the nigga for the past three years. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and he seemed to have been the only nigga that's been that got fed up with his shit and was taking shots at him. But now everybody's doing it. It's open season on the nigga, so. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see what it does, but I I think that's why you have everybody speaking out because nobody would forever. Nobody that's true. would. That's true. So we have uh we have following like this discussion now about like you know did did Ye versus the people save anything change anything? Uh, but it does bring up like some goodwill towards Kanye and the fact that like okay he's at least explaining himself. He seems aware of some stuff. And then the Charlemagne interview happens the same day that the TMZ interview happens, which is such a a polarity where Charlemagne, you're seeing this like vulnerable, intelligent, easygoing Kanye that feels in line with the guy that we've all admired. And then the TMZ interview, you just see the Kanye West that all of us kind of like put our hands in our head and are like, oh, baby, what's he doing? Like, no. Um, how, how's, uh, how's that day? <laughs> Man, this was, this was harder than any other day because yeah. I wake up to the Charlemagne video and I'm, it's all positivity and love. Like every single person who I know was like, oh my God, Kanye's talking about the ambassador of people, children, family, love. He's so calm. He's so cool. And then next thing you know, I never forget. I saw my homie who works at TMZ. He tweeted, Kanye's in the building. And I thought, oh, no. Like, that was my initial was, oh, no. And then all of a sudden, my boy texts me and goes, Kanye just said that, like, slavery was a choice. And I'm like, yo. Like, so then I watched, like, just little, the little tidbit. And the minute I watched it, automatically, I knew what he was trying to say. But he failed on every single level. Like facts. Like I like you, like you know like it would be like like if like Am can tweet out, 
Le- LeBron suck a dick, ho. And I can know. I'm like, yo, he's talking about that last three-pointer. And the average person who's not watching the game, who doesn't know, I know how Kanye speaks. I know how he tries to communicate. I know how right. he just says something. In his mind, he thought, remember that, remember that scene on Hitch where he was like, I thought this was going to play out differently in my head. Because you saw the minute he made that comment, he his eyes were in the sunken place. And then he goes, because what I mean is like the chains of people and they're related to present day. But you already had lost. Right. You already had lost. You you just you. Oh, man, that was so bad. If I could change one thing about his whole career and life besides Donda passing, it would be that very moment. That very because that's where he lost. Moment. That's where he lost everybody. I'm like, like you're. You you're never gonna come back from this. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I was I was in the middle of watching the Charlemagne video, and then matter of fact, the group text went off, and it, you know, said uh, something about Kanye West said uh, slavery was a choice, and I stopped and I looked at my phone like what? <laughs> I'm like nah 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 nah. He ain't say that. He ain't. He did not. He did not say that. No way. So I've started continuously watching the video, and then I'm like, you know what? I got to go back and watch this shit. He, he did not say this. Then then I'm watching it. Then the man said it. I did or passed out. I almost died. Because I'm like, okay. You got to remember that his mom was a professor, correct? Yep. Yeah. And his dad was a black activist, uh, yep. like something along those lines. Yep. So when you have that in your genes... How are you then not going to have that type of information? Like you're smart. That's what I've been that. saying since this whole thing started. That's why it makes no sense to me. None. It's almost it, like he it, forgot. Like it, he literally- you've completely forgotten who you are. And I've been saying that for so long that like that's why none of this. That's why I can't go on none of it, bro. It's like, I've been saying that to everybody. It's like the way this man was rooted and grown up. He knows better. He knows better. He is, and that's why I, I question everything right now is whether what state of mind he is in because, to me, somebody from that background, absolutely knows better than what he's doing, and and I've been saying that from the get go. It's like, and I can't co-sign none of it. That's why I've been saying that. I I can't. I just don't like. Here's what, man, and this is where having the yes man and like people is that. How did you, how did you say that? <laughs> you know, like, how did you, mm-hmm. you know, just because for me, when he, like, when he flipped it and brought it to about, like, present day, slavery state of mind, blase, blase, blah, I, you know, I say that. Like, you can, and, and, you know, and that goes back to what we've been saying from the beginning. Like, he doesn't have a person, like, for instance, just because for the fact that, like, you know, who I am on social media, before I make a post, I have like four or five people proofread it, right? Like that's, and I'm just a, a, a D-list celebrity, uh, dumbass reality show person, right? But I still make sure before I post something, I'm like, hey, yo, can you proofread this for me? Or before right. I give an interview, right? Like even for today, I have notes just to kind of, you know, so even before an interview, what before I do an interview, I, you know, Hey, bro, look this over. Okay, cool. When they ask me this, I'm going to say, like, that's just common sense. But I have removed my ego as a human being. And I go, hey, Nate, can you look this over? Hey, Am, can you look this over? He doesn't have that person where he can go, hey, yo, like, here's what I'm going to say. And what goes against everything that I believe in as far as interviews is that he just doesn't, like, he just, like, it doesn't register, you know? But that moment, you saw his eyes. And he was like, 
That's why when he went back to Twitter, he tried to defend. No, bro, you can't come back from this. Can't you can't at like, all? And what like what you just sucks is respected everybody. I I wish, and this is still not going to be in his favor whatsoever. But I kind of wish that people would have seen the entire interview. I agree. You know what I mean? But it was chopped up in such a messed up way to where it absolutely killed Kanye. And once you got to see the full story, it's like, hey, man, the damage is already done. And like you said, Demo, like I knew what you was trying to say. And, you know, we could get into all the logic and all that, whatever. But you have to be able to literally communicate what you're trying to say in that certain instance. And he failed miserably in... You 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 sound like an all right white man. Well, here's with the a thing. lot of money. Well, here's That's the thing. What you sound like here's Go the ahead. thing is that so and like this is not to defend him, but one thing I don't like about the media and just human beings as general is that the Charlemagne video was two hours, the TMZ video was was thirty minutes, so two hours and thirty minutes of a lot of great stuff, and you take that 10-second soundbite out of all of that. And that's, again, that's something he has to realize. Bro, when you're who you are, people are like, for instance, LeBron is one of those guys. LeBron can put up 50 tonight, but he can miss the game winner, and it can get tipped to Kevin Love, and Kevin Love can hit that game winner, and LeBron doubters or haters, whatever you want to call them, are going to be like, but he didn't hit the game winner. He had 50. He didn't hit the game winner. So Kanye's right. in a position to where he can say every right thing. He can say, man, black lives do matter. I'm about to donate $150 billion. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. I'm about to do that. Slavery was a choice. Uh, Obama's great. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What'd you say? You can't say that. But, like, but you know what? But here, here's where I, where I strike. Okay, in the, in the instance of LeBron, LeBron has enough sense to know Regardless of what's going on, to not say no stupid shit mixed in there. Facts. That's LeBron facts. don't do that. That's facts. So whether so if so if LeBron come out and drop fifty and this and that in the third, and Kevin Love hits the game with a shot, they ask him about this and he say some negative shit. He knows not to say the negative shit. You're right. You're right. So if Kanye's gonna come on and say, "Yeah, Black Lives Matter." Here's 150 million. Blah 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 blah. Don't say the stupid shit. You yep. said the stupid shit. Yep. So regardless of what the, what what you what your intentions were, otherwise you still said some stupid shit. Trump could do the same thing. Trump could come out and be like, "Black Lives Matter." I'm doing this and that and the third, but these niggas got to get their shit together. Bang, niggas yep. got to get their shit together. You yep. just donated 150 million to niggas, but niggas got to get their shit together. <laughs> we're taking the negative shit. That's just what it is, bro. That's so common sense. That's we, common like sense. I said, every, like, like I said, every time, like, like I said, I've been doing this shit and, and defending this nigga for so long. It's like, at one point, like I was telling you, where do we hold the man accountable and say, yay, you just got to shut the fuck up and, and do what you do. You make great music. You make awesome shoes. Your clothes, I ain't really with this shit, but you do what you do, my nigga. You right. do what you are great at. And this shit obviously ain't that. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's time for this nigga just to reevaluate his whole situation. And, you know, with the Charlemagne thing, another thing I want to say about that is uh, shout out to Charlemagne because I don't think three, four years ago, Charlemagne could have did no interview like that. And it has been his face. Well, Charlemagne is becoming like elite. That was yeah, media, that was incredible. Media, uh, incredible. Elite media now. And, incredible. And, you know, as before to where he was just an antagonist and 
was used to get niggas out of their realm and make them uncomfortable. He's elite at what he does. Right. So I want I want to give him best... that shout out. You know, what I'm saying? Gonna... he has a new fan in me. I actually the whole time I watched that interview, I thought to myself, I was like, yo. This is incredible. I've done a lot of interviews with great, great people and a lot of interviews with like with terrible people. This was one of the best, 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 best interviews that I've ever just for the fact Charlemagne, his body length, he made Kanye like very like um I mean, he was so smooth and calm. It just was a beautiful, beautiful interview. Yeah. And then yeah, for yeah. that same day, for that TMZ, it was almost like, wait a minute, how are these the same people? And that, yeah. and that's why I say where the state of mind, bro. It's like you're one person at one time, and you're another nigga the next. And it's just like, <laughs> because he a damn Gemini. And and, and and it's just like, bro, like where, where's the consistency at anymore? It's just like I've been screaming this shit for so long, and it's just like to me it came to a head, bro. And it's just like, oh, you were from, right from seeing from seeing the nigga in at the beginning when he was in Chicago, and he was the most humblest nigga in. And that's another argument that can be made. You know what I'm saying? The nigga is a lot more rich now. He's got a lot more money. He's got a lot more clout. And 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 I like to think it's it's his mom. And like T, I said, you know, he is still suffering deeply from the loss of his mom. You know, it, it, it's 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 profound. You know what I'm saying? And and it's been a long time. And not that you ever get over it, but you learn to deal with it. And I don't know if he's ever learned how to deal with it, and then, then these things are, I don't know if it's a cry for attention, but you're Kanye, you don't, you, you're going to get all the attention you want, so, like I said, I've, I've just been confused by this whole thing. Oh, man, that sucks, but, man. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing that I'll say about, and again, I mean, I don't know what it's like to lose a mom, I, I mean, I don't even want to think about it. Right. But at some point, we got to be like, yo, bro, like, Donna died, you know, November 7th, was that 2007? November 10th, 2007? Like, it's been like 11 years, and like, we can't keep enabling. Like, you know, we continue to be like, oh, well, well, you know, the reason why Nate did this, because in third grade, you know, he, you know, he did this, and his, and his dad, and his uncle, and his, you know, and because I feel like that, you know, we keep like using like the, and he is a Gemini. I, like, that's Tupac, like, I mean, Kanye Tupac is and Kendrick. <laughs> Kanye, yeah, Kanye is 100%. He's, he, he, he's, I mean, you look at a two, dude, there are YouTube videos of one Tupac interview, and it's like, you know, I'm Tupac Shakur, la, 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 la. The next one is fuck bitches, get money, I'm on my shit, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wow, this is the same. He has a lot of Tupac in him. He's very, mm-hmm. very, very, and, you know, but at the same time, I just feel like, when you make these comments, like he makes these comments and he just thinks, ah, oh, whatever, I'll, I'll be, no, bro, you can't do that. Yeah, he's he's in a place to where Kanye doesn't realize how much effect he has with his words and what he'll say. He'll say something and then he'll go right back into his man cave and forget all about society and doesn't even realize the thing that he's saying. Like, I will bet a million dollars if I had it that Kanye legit had no idea the backlash that he was going to get but I guarantee you he thought this was a fabulous ass idea he thought this was going to be fire he thought that when he was going to align himself with Donald Trump that that was going to be the greatest thing since fucking humble pie and black people were going to all of a sudden 
look at uh, Trump different and we're all going to be, you know, rocking Yeezus and thanking Yeezy for uniting America and making America great again. I put money, that's what Kanye was thinking. Not thinking that or not knowing that that's the dumbest fucking idea of all time. I guarantee it. Yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, but again, that has to do with a lot of like, what kind of people are you surrounding yourself with, man? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like what? Exactly. Like, where, like, where, like, whose man's is this? Like, <laughs> like who? Bro, I wish tomorrow, man. I wish I can like just have like, dude. I wish it was a way to rock and wake up and wear a great, make America great again hat and walk around you and Am and like my like. I, I just would like to see the reactions and how many motherfuckers would hit me in my face, like literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, you know, so it's, so that's my whole thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's say, okay, let's say he has been living under a rock, which he has. And let's say he just didn't know. Like, man, can you imagine, like, pulling that out of your closet and, like, man. Even one thing I do like is Kim, when they tried to subtweet her, and Kim was like, I don't agree with that. Like, oh, like <laughs> hey, 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 like, hold on. Like, I'll defend my man, and I'll go to war for him with saying that I don't co-sign that. Right. Well, so speaking of co-signing and going to war where's where does this leave you all in terms of kanye and what's next is it just signing off for a little bit until you hear the music is it music only these days is it is it not a i know i've had a few people tell me that like this is the line and they don't even want to hear the albums at this point wow nah to to me i'm gonna still stick with kanye because again from the very beginning i listened to uh and read the whole conversation in the contest and not just a headline. And when I agree with at least 80, 85% of what you say, I can't just jump off your bandwagon because you say some outlandish shit, no matter how much I look at you with the damn, you know, <laughs> Nick Young face and shit like that. I just, I can't do it because I know what, like, and, and it's no excuse again, but it's like, okay, I, that the, the, the slave is a choice thing. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. But the 15 other things that you said prior and afterwards make so much sense, and I agree with. It doesn't necessarily count or uh, deflect from that, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen. I don't have to agree with him, but I'm going to still agree with the things that I like because he's still going to say a lot more good stuff to me than bad stuff, and that's all that matters at the end of the day, to me personally. Anybody else? Uh, uh, for me... Like I said, I, I have a slightly different view than these guys, but you know, he meant so much to me in in hip hop. Like I said, I, I'll tell you, you know, he's the most influential hip hop artist to me because he came along at a point where I could really comprehend everything that was being said. You know, I grew up loving Tupac, but I was a kid and couldn't understand everything he said. Kanye came out when I was 17, 18 years old, so it, he had a big impression on me, and I will always be a fan of the music but like i said like uh who was it said little duval he's like you know you, you kind of just gotta uh ignore what he say like you ignore the bum on the street you know said so when he get to talking crazy i'm just you know i'm you know i'm not gonna defend this shit he's gonna say what he's gonna say just put your music out and i'll always be a fan of the music but as far as defending them to that to that level that i've done before i just i can't, can't do, do it, it. And, and, and hopefully from all of this, he he learns either to keep his mouth shut, or to be more uh, you know in, informed on what's going on. And you know what you know, the thing that I did uh, I like from the Ti interview is that he said that he he's been speaking to him regularly now. So if you got somebody like Ti who you can speak to on the regular, 
you he's gonna keep you informed on certain shit that yep. maybe you run it past him first and be like, hey Ti, this is what I think because as soon as he said that shit on TMZ, he hit Ti and he hit Charlamagne. They both told me he was tripping. So I think that's a good thing. So I, I I think there's signs that say from here on out he's gonna be more careful about what he says and how he says it and and what he does. But at the same time, like we've always said, he's Kanye and he's unpredictable and you don't know. But anybody who loves the music, you know, you you gotta be still excited for that. Yeah. yeah. And like I mean, for me, this you know, it you know, it's very hard to to just. I mean, I consider the guy like family, right? Like, I mean, he's been here for me like no other. Like, there were times where, like, literally, like, death was right around the corner for me and, like, putting on his music, putting on Devil in a New Dress, Pinocchio Story, all these great songs and just all of this. One thing that I take away from all of this is that we're human. It's like the human effect. It's like, you know, like, Jay-Z has this beautiful wife named Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter, who we are all obsessed with and who we all love. And she's been like the face of what sexy is since 1997. And he cheated on her several times, like a lot of times. Like that's like the human factor, you know, like this makes him like human in a sense, like no lie right. prior to like prior to this last week of all this crazy shit. He, he, he almost had like the like, this is, like, really, like, a God fact. You're like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, perfect. And what he did, in my opinion, and a lot of people's opinion, was wrong. The great thing that I can say from this is that he is speaking to Charlemagne and T.I., people who will keep him informed and in the loop. And hopefully he just thinks. You know, that's the main thing. But, like, I, I mean, I wish he just, I wish he, I'll, I'll always say I wish people had, like, an Am and Nate, like, two people who I really consider two of my best friends, like, who, who, like, I know for a fact that I will never half-step, not only because my pop will get in my ass and my mom and my sisters and my siblings and my day-one people who I grew up with, but I got people like Am and Nate. I got people who will let me know, hey, bro, you out of pocket. Like, that's not right. Like, that's you think, not... You think this will bring him closer to Jay-Z? Back, uh, back I think this, to him and Jay-Z? Here's the, here's the crazy part. I, I, I guarantee, I guarantee if they haven't, I mean, he said in the interview that they, that they, you know, you know, they text and I guarantee like they meet up. Something's going to happen. I feel like that T.I. is a great, great mediator to make that happen. Like this is like a true story. My pop and I didn't speak for eight years. I know this. Right. Like, yeah. this, this is like dead. Like this is like real facts, like real life. Right. My pop and I. And you would never know. But like eight long years, my pop and I and my uncle. Much like a like kind of like a TI type situation, my uncle stayed in both of our asses. Like one, like every like always like like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like hey, talk to your dad, talk to your son. And my pop and I, we're like identical twins. Like we both have these egos. We're both like it's just we're the same human being, right? And we both had this ego. And finally, one day, my uncle calls me and he goes, "Call your dad." And then he tells me a story. And basically, the story was my uncle had knew his biological father and had knew where he lived at for about a year or so. And he had never met him. And the week that he went to go meet his biological father, his biological father passed away. And he tells me this story and I break down because I go, damn, I know where my pop lives. I know his phone number. I know all this stuff. And ego is making me not like witness these beautiful moments with my fucking family. Right. 
So finally, I give my pop a call, and the rest is history. You never would know that story, and that story is very touching. And the reason why I tell this story is because Jay-Z and Kanye West are brothers, and their children have not met. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, that, 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 like, North and Saint and Blue and the Twins and, you know, Chicago, and, like, all these, like, family members, like, they haven't, like, met. And I feel like that T.I. is a great person to bring them together and to make them realize how foolish this is. Like, it's a very foolish foolish situation and i think that in a very messed up way in a very fucked up my beautiful dark twisted fantasy way that this last two weeks is going to bring kanye a lot closer to the people who he needs to be closer to yeah right i also i I, I feel that's my dream but honestly i feel the reality is going to be the exact opposite i feel like jay-z is a type of person to where once he's done with you he's done with you you know what I mean? And I feel like just whatever behind the scenes shit that they had going on, I mean, there's a reason why Jay and Bay didn't go to their to Kanye's wedding. And they said, uh, Kanye said something about a fight. I don't think it had anything to do with that fight. Not at I all. think Jay-Z has the resources, the time, and everything like that. to If he wants to meet up with Kanye, he would do it. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he, he constantly bigs up these other artists like, you know how close he is with Tata still? Like, every interview is always mentioning Tata and yeah, the same people yeah. over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So I just feel like Jay and Kanye, I just, I, I honestly think it's done. I think it's done. I think Jay wants nothing to do with Kanye. I feel like Jay knew from the very, or has seen this coming for years and needed to diss him to himself because it's almost like what's going on now because if Jay aligns himself with Ye right now, business and people might be looking at Jay funny because of what Ye's doing. And Jay sees that, so he's like, you know what, I can't I can't be around somebody like you because you're hurting my image ever since because you know Ye or Bay don't like Kardashian, none of the Kardashians anyway. So it's like, okay, you guys are messing up our brand. And now with Ye continue to jump out the window like this, Jay can't be around that. And Jay don't want to because he's trying to be a billionaire. And Jay's about his money first. He's a businessman. He, and he'll tell you that. So that Kanye is, is going to that, mess up true. his business. So I just don't think that, I think that that shit is over unless Kanye fixes himself. Because at the end of the day, nobody could fix them, could fix Ye, but Ye, especially with the type of fucking head that he has. So I just think that Jay's going to pray from a distance. Yeah. See, I can, you know, I could see that. But at the same time, I think that, even Jay is thinking right now as he's seeing this, he's thinking like just like he said in the Letterman interview. He's like, "That's my brother," like you know, and I hope. and like you know, it might not be out in the press, but I would I would hope and I would just and I just know how present day Jay is and how, how much he's about and friends and so I don't know. I mean, I could see both sides. I hope I hope I hope the conversation started. I would crash my car. If Jay was on Kanye's album, like, oh my like, god, I would, I would, I would, I would light that bitch on fire, and, and that and, could and, very well happen. There's no the, reason why I couldn't, and, and upload it to the gram for likes and shares. But no, but seriously, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <sighs> pray for Ye, hashtag pray for Ye. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and I forgot to say, I, I would, I'm definitely still excited for the album. What I am doing now, though, is I'm starting to. This hit home for me because I feel like that as humans, we hold these people a lot higher than we should. 
Like we yeah. like I like the whole week Am Nate and I were talking and I was like, man, I wish that as human beings we felt as passionate about a new Beyonce single, a new Leonardo DiCaprio movie, a new, you know, Martin Scorsese, LeBron hit a game winner about our own lives. And this made me think about myself. And I'm like, man, you know what? I need to go harder myself. I need to stop putting people on these pedestals. I need to put myself up there. So in like a crazy way, this was like a great wake up call for myself, for my friends, for my family to, to, you know, to motivate and to push, you know, Am and Nate. Like, you know, Nate's doing like great hip hop podcasts. Am is literally like a whole new, he's so spiritual. He's like, you know, it's like the picture online where you got like the gangster, the thug friend, like the spiritual one. That reminds me of me and Am, except I'm not a thug, I'm wearing skinny jeans, but I sound like I'm a thug every now and then. No, but like it's really dope to see my boys and I'm just happy that we were able to all come together uh, to, like nothing's greater for me than a few years ago when we all told ourselves we wanted to do more podcasts and just get out there and do what we love and, and to see us years later and to see like our progress as men and I'm happy. It sucks. Doing it. it sucks that the situation, hopefully the next one, you know what, we gotta put it out. All right, we're gonna do something <clears throat> middle July. We got to get another one. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's a lot happier. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. That will, give us the, that will give us the chance to officially be in these this season. You know what I mean? Some of the albums have dropped. I'm sure there's going to be at least three more Kanye episodes, good or oh, bad. Yeah, so we'll have course. a lot of topics, a lot to talk about. Hell, there's by, uh, tomorrow's, uh, what's tomorrow, Friday? Hell, this weekend's coming up, so... It might be some drama coming on this weekend. Well, we don't know when it comes to East. He just put out a new song with Travis, Lil Uzi. It's Travis Scott's single. I just got an update. Yeah, it came I out. I haven't even heard it yet. Yeah. Like, it's brand, brand new. It dropped yeah. 40 minutes ago. Yeah. So while we were talking. Yeah. So we here. <laughs> well, I, uh, I appreciate you all coming on, and I'm looking forward to the July conversation so we can kind of you know get the – get the beginning and the end of this at least episode and see where we, where we all stand um it's been it's been awesome so thank you guys yeah thank you thank you yeah, i really you, man. you know i really you appreciate it uh i mean man i really love my brothers really love kanye uh it just was i mean this is this is just much needed i feel like i got like the weight lifted off Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.